first suspect Joe was that he knew more than an innocent person should have known. I suspected Irene the moment I heard the fireman's head. Look, the account of the unimportant fact that Wayne suspected the postman after. Listen to radio's newest, most interesting and thrilling program, Suspicion. Somewhere in the drama about to be presented is a seemingly unimportant fact, a hidden clue that first casts suspicion on the ultimate culprit. Listen regularly to this thrilling series. Test your powers of observation and deduction and find the hidden clue. It may be a sign, a sound, perhaps a complete scene. All names and characters depicted in this story are fictitious. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. In Behind the Mask, the story we presented last time in this series, do you remember this scene? Inspector Davis and two constables of Scotland Yard have forced entry into Grant Morris's home and found Morris bound to a chair with four gas jets wide open. Thank oh. heavens we're not too late. Peter, shut off the gas. Right. Now give me your knife and I'll cut him loose. Right, here's me knife, Hobson. Open the window wider. Open the window wider, ladies and gentlemen, was the hidden clue. Grant Morris had tried to fake a robbery in an attempt on his own life, but he knew that unless the window was partially open, he was in danger of being asphyxiated. And now, an actress meets death. One November evening, when Jean Manners, glamorous actress and toast of Broadway, enters her dressing room in the arcade theater after the last act of the Swan Song... Oh, that was a marvelous performance, Jean. I've seen them come and go, but you live, Jean. Oh, now you please excuse the poor work here. Will you be good, darling, and run along? Well, now. if you say so. Good night. Tired, darling? Oh, well, it's you. Who else? Don't tell me you forgot our date for tonight. Oh, well, that was just an excuse to get rid of a bunch of old men who didn't know any better. Well, now you hurry and change your clothes, and I'll wait for you outside in the car. Oh, no, darling. I'll take a taxi and meet you at 6th and Pleasant Street. Oh, but you hmm? prom... Oh, please, Alan. It isn't that I don't want to be seen in your car, but... Well, all right. Oh, there's a good boy. Now, you run along, and I'll see you in 15 minutes. Don't be late, Jim. Laura. Laura, you lazy thief. I wonder what you're keeping that fool. How am I going to get out of here? You're too minutes, Laura. It's not your maid, Jane. Right. That's your service, my dear. Did you bring the money? Certainly. Then give it to me and get out. Very well, my dear. $10,000 in old unmarked bills. Thank you. Now get out. Aren't you forgetting my letters? You don't think I'm giving up my meal ticket, do you, Roy? You fool. Why, you dirty little... Take your hands off me. I'll scream. I'll scream and be... Well, shall I scream? Just a minute, Laura. Now, get out, Roy. I'm warning you, Jean. Don't carry this blackmail too far. You'll find it a dangerous game. But a profitable one. Don't think I'm not going to get every cent I can. And if I should be found dead, Roy, you're the first one they'd look for. A 
thought you'd never get here, Jean. Sorry. There was so much to do this evening. Oh, tired, honey? A little, Alan. Well, then, what do you say we go to the Silver Supper Cafe, grab a bite to eat, take a short ride, and then I'll take you home. Any objections? Oh, please, Alan. I'm awfully tired. Oh, Jean, you promised. I know I did, dear, but I didn't know I was going to be so tired. Try to understand, won't you? Oh, sure, I understand. Say, I have some great news, honey. Mm-hmm. But I, I can spill that while I'm taking you home. In three days, I leave for Montana and a job at $200 a month. Oh, a local boy makes good, right? Oh, but there's more to it than that, Jean. You see... Sorry to interrupt, darling, but would you mind putting my car away? I've told Laura time and again... Oh, sure. Uh, Coming with me? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, what were you going to say, Alan? Oh, I'll tell you in a minute. Oh, let's have the keys. Oh, I'm afraid you'll have to push here. Laura has the car (laughs) keys. Okay, I'll push and you steer. I just stand on the running board. Ready? Push! Okay, (laughs) That's more like it. Set the brake, huh? Right. Phew. I'd hate to do this for a living. Oh, well done, strong man. Jean. Hmm? Will you marry me? What? Marry you? (laughs) What's so funny about it? Oh, it's a joke, huh? Oh, my dear boy, it's a prize joke of the season. Wait, just wait like that. What? You little tramp. You dare slap me. You fool. Thinking I'd marry a baby like you. How could you possibly mean anything to me? Only this afternoon. Oh, it was all an act, little boy. Just an act. But the show's over now, so run along home and... Jean, I didn't mean to hit you. Oh, good Lord, she's... No. I've got to get out of here. Shortly after 8 o'clock the following morning, as state police officers Carson and Finley are driving toward Chesterville... Attention, this man is wanted on suspicion of murder. Alan Peterson, age 23, medium build, dark complexion, dark hair, driving a tan sports roadster, license 5R8686. Gee, that car passed us not more two minutes ago. Repeating. Step on it, Finley. This man is wanted on suspicion of murder. Alan Peterson, age 23, medium build, dark complexion, dark hair. Good morning, Mr. Roy Mason's office. Well, may I have him call you back, Mr. Trent? He's busy right this moment. Yes, as soon as he's free. I suppose the game's up, Mr. Hanlon. It looks that way, Mason. Well, there was nothing else I could do. She refused to return my letters. She meant to take every cent I have. Still, I doubt if a jury will convict me for a burglary of that nature. Burglary, eh? Yes. Immediately after leaving her dining room at the theater last night, I went to her house. Broke in the rear entrance and went through her desk. And found the letters, huh? Yes, but you won't be able to use them as evidence, Hanlon. So you destroyed them? Yes, the moment I got home. Burned them and pulverized the ashes. I know I didn't leave any fingerprints because I That's a nice little story, Mason. But I'm not interested in burglars. Oh, you're not interested in burglars? No, I'm on the homicide detail. Blackmailer or not, Gene Manners was murdered. We're going to headquarters. Fifteen minutes later in the home of Gene Manners... Hello? Ted? Yeah. What's up, Jack? It's too risky to take Peterson and Mason out there with all the news hawks hanging around. So bring Laura McCall down here to headquarters. Okay. How you making out? 
I have a hunch this case is as good as solved. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. I just want to see which story agrees with Laura McCall's. Make it fast, Ted. Right. Hold on. Now get your hat and coat on, sister. Why? Never mind the why. You're going to headquarters. Come on, sister. Make it snappy. Possible. Good. You sit over there, Miss McCall. Now, see here, Mason. Your conduct is an absolute violation of all legal principles. I know my rights. I demand to see my attorney at once. Sit down, Mason. I will not. You can't bully sit me. Sit down. The doctor phoned a couple of minutes ago and said that Gene Manners died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Well, I guess that lets me out then. And don't be too sure, Peterson. Remember, you were taking a run-out powder when you were caught. Yes, but I told you everything I know about the quarrel we had last night and... How I lost my temper and struck her, knocked her down. Gene uh, struck her head against the running board of the car. Well, Peterson, why don't you finish the story? That's all there is. Right after I I hit her, I, I ran away. You came back later? No. I... You came back later and decided to kill her and tried to make it look like suicide? That's a lie. Laura McCall heard a car drive up about one o'clock, stop for a minute, then speed away. Didn't you miss McCall? Uh... Yes. You came back, Peterson, saw Jean Manners lying unconscious on the floor of the garage, started her car, closed the garage door... No, you're lying. I came back for... Go on. Well, I came back to get some letters I'd written. There weren't any lights in the house, and I I thought she might still be knocked out. I I started for the garage, but the doors were locked, so I... Well, I decided she'd been found and taken inside. Why didn't you include that with the rest of your statement? I'm not a fool. Tell that to the jury. Take him out and book him, Ted, for the murder of... No. Huh? I killed Jean Manners. Oh, now, don't tell me you've fallen for this kid, too, Miss McCall. I killed Jean Manners, Mr. Hanlon. Why? Jealousy. Oh, I hated that woman. Jean was 31, although she looked only 24. Several years ago, she tried out for the lead in a show. It had been promised to me, but she flirted with the producer and got the part. Then my luck went against me. Last summer, I saw her again. I was broke and asked for a loan. She offered me a job as her mate, so I took it. Treated me worse than the dirt under her feet. I see. And last night? Well, just before the show started, she accused me of stealing a ring some man had given her. I knew that she pawned it and was accusing me in order to save herself. I got to the house about midnight. The garage doors were open. I looked in and saw her lying unconscious on the floor. I started the car, closed the doors, and left her. I figured that was how it happened. You knew? Certainly. But I couldn't prove it. So you had to be tricked into confessing. Sorry. The following day, while Detectives Jack Hanlon and Ted Blaine were having luncheon... <laughs> well, you uh, you read Alan Peterson's account of what happened, Ted, and you'll see Listen, why. Jack, I've read his statement till I'm blue in the face. Well, okay. No use putting gray hairs on your young head. You see, I suspected that Laura McCall had murdered Gene Manners because... Ladies and gentlemen, did you discover the hidden clue that caused Detective Jack Hanlon to suspect Laura McCall of the murder of Gene Manners? If you did, write into the station and tell us the clue you found. And to check your powers of observation and deduction, listen for the correct hidden clue in this story the next time we present Suspicion. Suspicion. 